Hello, and welcome to the Life Together with KD podcast. This is your host, KD. Thank you so much for listening, for joining, and I hope for subscribing. Um, I've been a little haphazard, admittedly, sorry, (laughs) with the podcast frequency. However, I hope that you're enjoying listening to this podcast. Uh, This is episode 21, where we're going to talk about singleness as it relates to, um, you know, looking for that special someone. But before we get started, I wanted to tell you that I am not a counselor. That's my disclaimer. However, I'm just a person who cares and wants to share from my life experience in hopes that it will encourage you along your life journey. Also, I want to let you know that, um, This podcast is called Life Together because I sincerely believe that we are not meant to do life alone. We are meant to do life together in community, uplifting, upholding, strengthening, and encouraging one another on our life journey. And I want to let you know that you can find me on social media on a few uh, platforms. So you can find me on Instagram at Life Together KD. That's at Life Together, letter K, letter D. You can also find me at I.am.KD, K-A-Y-D-E-E. You can also find me on Facebook. Just type in the same thing you would type in on Instagram, the at symbol, Life Together, the letter K, letter D, and my page will show up. And... You can find my blog where I have lots of cool um, blog posts that are in, meant for encouragement and strength um, at lifetogetherkd.wordpress.com. So please make sure you check me out on social and on the internet as well as subscribing to this podcast. How do you listen? Please tell me. Is it via the Anchor app? Um via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, (laughs) Stitcher, or any other podcast platform. Check us out, subscribe, and I hope if you are enjoying this that you do give us a good rating. So before we get started um, on the podcast, just pause for a brief commercial break and we'll be back. we're back. Thank you for listening. Welcome to episode 21, where we're going to continue our topic about singleness and looking for that special someone and and how to make the most of our singleness and what we can learn about ourselves along the way. I did a short video, um, well, it's short to me, probably long to other people, <laughs> on Facebook. I have a Facebook page just uh, called Katie, K-A-Y, space d-e-e and you can find that if you go to my instagram uh, at i.am.k-a-y-d-e-e it connects to my facebook page as well but i did a short video on there um and i tagged my podcast page in there um, just talking about being single and being frustrated trying to find the right person for you and what instead that we could focus on as single people um, in the process. So one or a, a few things I mentioned were really 
embracing being single and I know that you know these messages are out here and sometimes you get tired of hearing them but sometimes it's good to hear them anyway so you know enjoying your singleness as much as you can taking advantage of being single and not being in a relationship the freedom that you have to be able to do what you want to do and you really don't have to check in with anyone because you're single and getting to know yourself better. And so another thing I want I brought out in the video was just being willing to do that self work, that work on yourself, like looking at the man or woman in the mirror and really, you know, taking stock, like looking at your past relationships or dating experiences and instead of feeling sad or sorry or, you know, Yes, take the time to heal if you've had a broken heart and my heart goes out to you for that. But reframing the way we look at the past to say, okay, what have I learned about myself during that dating process or during that relationship or after the relationship? As I look back on that relationship or as I look back on my past relationships or past dating experiences, what have I learned about me? What have I learned about how I choose uh, a potential date or a potential mate? What have I learned about my own boundaries and my own values? And what have I learned about um, just, you know, um, how, how I choose and um, what areas do I need to grow in that I've learned about? Like, Because as I mentioned in my video, sometimes, and this was brought up to me by a counselor in the past, is that sometimes it's not until we're in relationships that, you know, our issues are kind of brought to the surface and then we have to work on those issues because we're in a relationship situation. Whereas if we're single, we don't have to work on it because we're not in that um, union and when we're in that relationship union, those things bubble to the surface, whatever our issues are, and then we have to work on them. So it's good to just take self-inventory instead of always looking outward at, oh, you know, this person behaved this way, and oh, this happened, and oh, you know, they're, they're not any good. and uh, You know, okay, fine, they may not have been a good person, but what did you learn about yourself? in the process. How can you better yourself? How can you grow? What areas were brought to the surface or um, bubbled up to the surface or what areas were brought to the light where you're like, oh, that's an area I really need to work on. And some of the examples I gave were maybe, you know, you could be, maybe you realized you weren't a great communicator and you need to work on your communication skills. Or maybe, you know, you have an avoidance issue where you're, something in your past has created some type of fear response in you for whatever reason, so that when you start to get close to someone, you automatically, your inner response is to run away or to get away or to sabotage the relationship or to self-sabotage so that the relationship doesn't get close because of something that happened in your past, 
that caused you to, that hurt you or wounded you in some way. And so your response to every uh, future attempt at getting close with someone is met with that inner fear and you automatically shut it down because you're afraid of getting hurt again. You're afraid that what happened in the past is going to happen to you in the future. And because you don't want that to happen in the future, you automatically sabotage the relationship. Maybe maybe you don't even realize that that's what you're doing, but you automatically sabotage because you don't want to be hurt again. Or maybe you were the one who hurt someone else deeply, or maybe you experienced some kind of loss. And because of that, you're afraid that you're toxic and you're afraid that you're a bad person and you're afraid that you would hurt somebody else and you never want to do that so you never take the risk to get close to someone. So these are things that, you know, you, we, I won't just say you, but we need to work on for our own growth and improvement so that we have a, a, a better chance of being healthy and attracting someone healthy so that we can have a chance at creating a healthy relationship. This doesn't mean that because you're healthy and someone else is healthy that there will never be conflict in a relationship because you're two individual human beings choosing to come together in a union um, and to try to make it work long term. So there will be conflict, but if you've worked on certain aspects that are key to to successful relationships, then you have a greater chance, you give yourself greater odds of being able to pick somebody who's healthy for you, being healthy for them, being healthy for yourself, and um, and your you know if you choose to have a family with this person, being healthy for your family, and um, to give yourselves the best chances at success for a relationship and knowing how to maneuver in a relationship, knowing the give and take and the communication and the work and the forgiveness and the, the compromise, the good kind of compromise and, you know, the give and take to, to make a healthy relationship work. Now I'm saying all this and I haven't, um, my, I am a, a divorcee. Did I say that right? Divorcee? Sorry. And um, my, my first and only marriage was a complete failure, okay? And it was very toxic, and it was very destructive. It was, it was poisonous, basically. Um, and yet, I still didn't want out of it at the time because we had a family. But thankfully... I, I personally, you know, my personal thought and belief is that God um, removed me from that relationship so that I could find myself again, so that I could be healthy again, because it was very, very toxic and very destructive. So me being single for many years and having tried at, at different points to um, find a, uh, a relationship with a, a good um a good man and just, you know, trying to make things work. You know, these relationships, although they didn't succeed, they were good teachers. 
And they, each one of the people that I've chosen to either to, to date and, um, and try at a relationship with have taught me many things about myself. And I'm thankful. Um, and yes, you know, as a single, I still get frustrated sometimes. I'm like, oh, I just wish I could find someone because, you know, it, it would be nice to have that relationship and a companion and someone of um, like mind and, and like vision, you know, like someone goal oriented, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we all have our lists, even though we um, try to pretend like we don't. <laughs> but, you know, of course, but that is what I would like. But right now, you know, I feel like God is personally reminding me, okay, yes, this will come, but I'm teaching you things. And so as I'm learning, I'm sharing what I'm learning with you so that even if you can't relate exactly, you can kind of reflect and meditate and pray if you pray and see you know, what resonates with you. And even if my exact situation is not the same as yours, you can still take the the essence of what I'm saying and apply it to, okay, well, how does that, what does that look like in my life? Like, what are the things I need to work on? And what are the things that, what are the areas in which I need to grow? And what are the, the areas that I would need the help of a counselor? And, and you could think of a counselor like a mentor or a teacher Um, combined, you know, somebody who has the knowledge and the tools and the insight and the training to help you kind of see, ah, that's where that issue started. Oh, that's why I act the way I do when such and such happens. Oh, I get it. So that's why all these years when I'm choosing the same kind of person, that's why I do that. Or, um, you know, it, it kind of, they are train professionals to give you help and insight into um, to self-growth and healing. And if you think of it as like, you know, you go to a, a natural doctor, a physical doctor, um, to a medical doctor to, you know, get your annual physical and make sure you're healthy and do your checkups. And it's the same concept, only with your mental and emotional health. We are multidimensional beings, so you can't just treat one aspect of yourself and ignore the other and expect to be a healthy person. You have to treat the whole self. Excuse me. So, I think another item I wanted to bring up as it relates to singleness and working on yourself in different areas is, you know, boundaries. A lot of us, myself included, have had to work on healthy boundaries learning to say no, learning to stand up for yourself, learning to not allow yourself to be manipulated. Over the years, I've talked to um, several, particularly women, but some men as well, about being in a toxic relationship where the other person was a controller, was a manipulator, was um, narcissistic, or any combination of the above, you know, and um, were very, even even verbally abusive, you know, which wears on you, your self-esteem. So 
learning to find that confidence and find that voice and remember who you are and remember that you're strong and remember that you are you are worth much and that you have value and not and that will help you to break the cycle of choosing toxic people or and to recognize the signs oh this is a sign i don't need to be in this you know i need to back up from this and that's where it's also so it's also good to have a counselor to bounce that off of especially if you're just kind of um I don't want to say a baby in that area, but if you're still kind of new to recognizing traits that are unhealthy, it's good to be going to a counselor or a therapist, you know, during maybe that for, I don't know, several months to a year or maybe beyond to just kind of so that you can work through your choosing process with somebody who's professional who can give you insight into, ah, oh, I get it. So that's why, oh, and so if I just make this slight change or if I start to build up my emotional muscles and my self-esteem muscles and my um, self-worth muscles, then I'm just like, then you become stronger in those areas so that you can begin to your outlook can change from an unhealthy to healthy. You're, and, and when your outlook and yourself, um, the way you view yourself becomes more healthy, then you start to look for that in a potential mate and you start to recognize healthy and stay away from unhealthy. So here's an example. I don't know if you've ever done this, you know, if you've ever gone on a diet, particularly hopefully a healthy a new healthy way of eating, not just a crash diet. But if you've not eaten well for a long time and then you go on a diet or preferably you begin to change your your diet permanently, you change your way of eating, you change your shopping habits, you change your food choices, you change your portions, you choose healthier things when you start to do that and you your body gets cleansed out you know you cleanse out all of the garbage and you put start putting good healthy fuel and food into your body then when you get you know if you have a weak moment and then you go back to that greasy burger it doesn't taste the same because you've been eating healthy and your body is now has a new normal and the new normal is healthy food makes me feel good. Healthy food keeps the pounds off. Healthy food makes you know, make sure my cholesterol levels are at healthy levels and um, all the other things in my body are functioning well because I'm eating healthy and hopefully exercising in some form. And then you go back to eat that greasy burger and then it sits like a rock in your gut because your body is like, what is this? get it out. <laughs> and and you don't want it. You don't it doesn't taste the same. Your palate has changed. So, in the same way that that happens, when you begin to make yourself more healthy emotionally, your emotional intelligence um grows and becomes more healthy and healthy emotionally and mentally and even spiritually, then you when you encounter those unhealthy people 
then you are like, oh, nope, nope, that's okay. I recognize that and no thank you, but God bless. (laughs) We can be cool or we can be acquaintances or we can just say hi and bye or maybe that person just doesn't need to be part of your life at all in any capacity. But you start to say, you start to recognize, oh, nope, not this one, not this one, not this way. And then like having support system around you to to help you as you grow and go through the process of growth. And so all this thing, you know, that we're in as as single people, whether you've, you know, um, whether you're just have mostly always been single or whether you're just have been in a long term relationship and now find yourself single again for whatever reason learning to embrace the the moment and the season that you're in and see the value in where you are because at this particular time you get to really focus on and concentrate on loving yourself in a healthy way and becoming healthy for you and then um, you take that healthy self <laughs> into hopefully, eventually, at some point, a healthy relationship with another healthy person. So with that being said, guys and gals, uh, we are done with episode 21, but I'd love to hear from you. So please make sure you, you know, reach, reach out to me via social media, uh, or if you're listening on the anchor.fm app, you can message me on the app. And just give me some feedback and hopefully a good rating and share this with whoever you know needs to hear it. Okay, we're all in this journey together. We're encouraging one another. We're strengthening one another. And I'm believing for all of us to, at the right time, find a healthy and good fit for each of us to have a healthy long-term relationship. All right, God bless. And until next time, this is Katie signing off for Life Together with Katie podcast. Blessings.